the key difference between conviction and guilt and shame to me is the self-loathing component. Mm, amen. That's, you know, because that's God yep. does not call us to shame ourselves and to wallow in our loathing of ourselves. He calls us to see ourselves as he sees us as his perfect creation. The conviction lets us know and feel that we're not perfect because it is truly sorrowful when you realize, hey, I've made decisions that are mistakes and I repent from those things. I mean, I'm, I'm reading Second Samuel right now and the story of David um, having the Hittite, I can't remember his name, Uriah the Hittite. Uriah, yes. He, he, David had Uriah abandoned in the middle of the battlefield against the Ammonites and and basically murdered by David's command because he had slept with his wife and got her pregnant. He didn't want to deal with the consequences. And that's a man that's revered. I mean, 2,000 years later, plus 3,000 years later, I think, uh, David is still revered as a, a man after God's own heart. And you can see... Well, the Bible calls him that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you can see how, obviously, he was sorrowful. He felt conviction. Um, God said, I'm actually, you know, I'm, I'm going to forgive you. You're not going to die for this, but I am going to take the child from you. And the child that David had impregnated uh, Uriah's Bathsheba. wife with, Bathsheba, fell, fell ill and died seven days later. And one of my favorite pieces of this story is that when David um, learned that the child had passed away, it was seven days where he laid on the floor bare and fasting. And his servant said, Oh, I don't know if we should tell him that the child died because he's already losing it. Like, what's he going to do now that the child's died? And they were surprised by his reaction because he said, I was, I was grieving the child. Now that the child's gone, I'm, I'm going to go eat and I'm going to move on because I can't go and meet the child. Uh, uh, sorry, he can't come back to me. I'll have to go meet him. And it's just the resounding, um, closure of of conviction that process that david went through of i mean that's horrible you you murder your buddy basically there were there were buddies going to war together i think uriah uh bathsheba they were all sort of like intertwined their lives um so they they knew each other david probably attended their wedding and he impregnates his wife and kills him and he has to sit with that he loses his child and then to see him redeemed in a way of it doesn't change the consequences. The child's still gone, just like a lot of our consequences still stand for our sin. Um, but there's still a, a redemption and a peace that releases all self-loathing from from your heart. And um, yeah, I think that's something that, that a lot of people get stuck in. Yeah, I agree. And with that, God gave David three options like the punishment on top of the, the child being taken. One, being in the hands of his enemies. Two, a pestilence, which, you know, different durations. You know, three, three days in the hands of the Lord. And David said, I don't, obviously not the enemies. And pestilence, no. I, I am going to put myself in the Lord's hands, in a merciful God's hands. I'm going to take whatever comes because I'm at guilt. I'm at fault. In fact, that's the beautiful thing about repentance and believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. Because... We have sinned against the Lord, just like David sinned against the Lord. The punishment still must come. Mm. With David, it was the Lord literally 
just de destroying lots of stuff around like all the Israelites and stuff. So it was really, really bad. Now for us, if we have sin in our lives, which we all do, for, Bible says for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of the Lord. With that, if you sin one time, you have to be punished. Now, the great thing about the Lord is the punishment still comes, but it crushes Christ. It crushes him. He, the punishment's paid, just like, let's say you're at a judge, and the God's the judge, and it just says, you know, Blake, you're guilty. Well, in walks Jesus, and literally says, God, I'm going to take the punishment for Blake, or for Dustin, for this person, that person. And he literally covers us. He covers us, and the punishment crushes him. Then he gets up because he's defeated death. He has brought us back to life with him mm. then we stand up and he says now you can enter into my kingdom just all for the sake of us saying we believe in you and we turn and repent and turn from our sins because we don't want to sin anymore we want to be a, a child of god and so that's the amazing thing just like david like everything in the bible points to jesus christ and points to him taking our punishment like the passover lamb to jesus christ being the passover There's so many things everything points to jesus and I love like the condemnation that uh, we don't receive from the Lord. We get conviction, but that conviction right. produces godly sorrow. And that godly sorrow produces us to be more like his son. Mm. Amen to that. That's well said. That's well said. Good word, brother. Thanks, brother. That's awesome, man. Um, uh, with that too, I mean, I know we, we went down that, that rabbit hole and I think that's a good place to go. I, I kind of want to want to tie that, kind of conviction back into um, what a lot of people are going through right now in pursuit of your story. There's a lot of people out there probably listening um, and a lot more even that aren't listening that find themselves in a life that is um, clearly not living up to their potential, the potential that God has instilled in all of us. You can feel that. And any anyone that tells you they don't feel that either is in their perfect purpose walking their walking their walk or they're just blind to the idea that um, there's something more for them out there and and I can tell you from experience when when you have spans of time like that that go where you're off your purpose you're living in fear you're living in shame or guilt all the things we just talked about which is why it's relevant um it can keep you in that state of self-loathing where the shame and the guilt that can keep you in this stuck space. Um, for instance, here's a good example. Um, I've been working on a, a course to help musicians and singer songwriters with um, putting together their professional sound so that they can put their best foot forward to the world when they share their music. It took me 10 years to figure that out. And I'm like, Ugh, I 15 year old me could have used this course. So I'm going to do this. It's what I can do. It's what I would do. It's what I enjoy. I think it'll help people. And um, there are times in that journey where I'm like, man, I'm I'm a piece of crap for not getting this mm -hmm. done or then in that done or like I should have done this faster. I should it should already be out. I should already be making sales and being able to adjust my strategy to give people better value. Um, but being on pause is the worst place to be, and that self loathing can cause that. Um, verse, it, it's like if David never got up off the floor after, after mm -hmm. that, that child passed away, you know? So I, I wanted to say that because it's a journey I've been on that I think a lot of the viewers are on trying to get to where, you know, you are basically with financial freedom and peace and, you know, fulfillment and the, and the fact that you're, you're living in your value 
that, that, that God's put to you and sharing that with others. 